On this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Podcast, listen in from the Hyperfast Digital Deep Dive event as Carrie Schull discusses how to land more off-market opportunities. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. If I were able to help you generate the, the off-market opportunities so you could get deals done yourself and really own it, it'll have a big impact on your business immediately, right? So that's what I'm going to focus on. Now, I had, I think, 30 minutes set aside from this. I'm going to talk super fast, which I usually don't do when I'm presenting, but I want to get through everything and have time to answer questions, okay? So... I believe that if you cannot do off-market business, the value proposition that you offer buyers up front is weak because you're just like everyone else. Yes, you may help them negotiate better and there's advantages because you educate them and that kind of thing. But if you're really trying to differentiate your business, if you go out and find off-markets and you're good at that, people will hire you. And I know this because we've grown to the top team in the entire DMV by really going heavy on this. And to give you guys statistics, 28%, almost 30% of our business, even though we did close to 700 transactions, were done off market, okay? So when you think about it that way, it's a huge attraction for buyers when you can say this. How many of you guys, I'm gonna use me again, how many of you guys talk about off markets upfront when you're trying to convert the lead to an appointment? Just raise your hand if there's a way for you to say, yes, me, I do, awesome. So. When I'm telling you these numbers, I'm not telling you the numbers to brag. I'm telling you because you have to be able to create this opportunity with more off markets. And if you can do that, you're going to own your market and you're going to grow a lot faster because people will refer you more business when you find them a home that they could not have found without you. And I think that makes sense to all of you. And they're saying we have just started talking about off markets. Yes. Okay. So if you want to sell off markets, you have to be able to find them. So we're going to talk about 16 strategies for how we find them. So in our MLS and also in Remind, which how many of you guys have Remind? Anyone have Remind in their market? Let me know if you do. Can you explain off market? Yes, absolutely. An off market property is a property that is not listed on the MLS. So let's imagine that you have a buyer. They have very specific needs. They want a two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo in a specific building, and you know that's what they want, okay? You, your job, in my opinion, as the real estate agent is to be incredibly proactive and to go out and find that uh, exact property by looking at what has sold and identifying the properties that are the right fit, Okay. So now I'm going to talk to you about all the different strategies about how to find it. And expireds, yes, I would include expireds in that. And if you have my husband's book sitting next to me here, he talks a lot about how he did this in his first year in the business. And that's how he did $22 in sales in his first year. Okay? So landlords, you can find out 
in the neighborhood, the, the things that match the criteria, we're going to go with the two bedroom, two bathroom um, in this case. Oh, the book is the hyper local, hyper fast real estate agent. Okay. So if you guys haven't read it, you absolutely should read it. I don't know if anyone on my team is there, but if you are, if you can just put the link to Dan's book, that would be great. Or even, I think we have a funnel where you can get it for a dollar, right? Free plus shipping. So we'll, we'll work on getting that link and having somebody post that in there if you can help them with that, Dan. And you'll get to see his specific, yeah, so one of our admin is going to do that. You'll get to see the specific letter that he used to get a lot of off-market opportunities for a buyer that led to like six transactions. And he walks you through the money and the strategy and how he did it exactly. So it's step by step by step, highly recommend it. Landlords, you're gonna look in the MLS and find out who are the absentee owners. In our MLS, you can find that. In Remind, it's visual and very easy to find it. Remind is an add-on that most of your MLSs have. Some of you might not even know it. And it enables you to even see how much uh, is left on the mortgage, right? All of these, all of these different factors. So you can reach out to the landlords and say, hey, I noticed that your lease is coming to an end in two months. Would you consider selling if I were to bring you an offer, right? So you're providing an opportunity that without you, your client wouldn't have access to that property. Does that make sense to everybody? Zillow. Now they had the make me move section. Now there's different, there's Zillow offers, there's different places that it shows up. But Zillow has been a resource for us in the past where we've been able to go and look at people who are trying to sell their homes themselves, contact them, and then get our buyers in the door on those properties, okay? Targeting. So let's imagine that you find the two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo in the tax records, and there's a couple of tiers, which a condo building the entire top to bottom, we call it a tier in our market. I don't know if you guys call it that in yours, but we may decide, okay, in this building for the square footage and the price that the people want to pay, there's two tiers that would make sense. And we'll do a letter drop and target those specific sellers. And you can do that very easily. And the more specific you get in your letter about why the client is looking for what they're looking, the higher the callback rate will be. So an example of this, I had a family that only wanted to stay within a few blocks of where they were living. And they wrote a letter and they put a picture of themselves and their dog and their family. And they said, these are the reasons we love the neighborhood and we want to stay here. And it was a very, very tight knit neighborhood. I think we identified 125 houses or something like that that met their criteria. We got 14 people to respond because it's important in the letter that you say, hey, we're going to be open with the time frame that the clients need to move in. They're already in the neighborhood. They just need a little more space so they can work with you if you need to find another home or that kind of thing. Because it's appealing to the seller to imagine an easier process when they're selling their home. That one's an easy one. Craigslist. So there are still owners that put their home on for sale by owner on Craigslist. So it may sound like, oh my gosh, no one's doing that. They are. They're also doing Facebook Marketplace, okay? So that's something that's not even in the presentation yet. And that's like the 2020 version of Craigslist. So I would highly recommend you guys check that out as well. Okay. For sale by owners and for sale by owner websites. Okay. This is an area that I think you could look. And right now, today, I would also be looking on VR by vacation by rental, vacation rental by owner.com. 
or Airbnb, because in some of the jurisdictions and some of them may be yours, those people are not able to get rental income right now because people aren't traveling. So if you approach someone who has an Airbnb and you say, listen, you know, who knows how long this is going to last. If I were to bring you a qualified offer, would you sell this property? You might get some people that say, yes, please. I want to get this sold. And there you go. You get the deal done and you're providing value to your clients. Okay. Gatekeepers. So in Dan's book, he talks about this. And ironically, he and I both had this experience. So my first year in the business, I befriended the person who worked the front desk at a condo building I lived in. That condo building was sold out, by the way. But because I befriended her, anyone who walked in off the street and said, hey, is there a condo available here? She would say, you know, there are a few that are close by. Let me call someone for you that can show them to you. She would call me. And if I were upstairs, I would walk down and I would go show them houses. So it was amazing. I think I sold three my first year from that one gatekeeper. And Dan ended up selling, I forget the percentage of the building. I think it was like 75% of the sales in the building he lived in. And part of it was because the person at the front desk, any, she was very social. She knew everyone. Anyone who was thinking about selling, they would talk to her first and she would refer them to Dan. So pay attention to who are the gatekeepers and then figure out how you can provide value to them. Um, for me, I was always giving little gifts to the person at the front desk. If I was ordering food, I would ask her, hey, do you want lunch? You know, and I think Dan did similar things. So just constantly be looking out for them and have their back. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to get my best-selling book, The Hyperlocal, Hyperfast Real Estate Agent, for absolutely free? This book has helped tens of thousands of real estate agents and now I wanna give it to you for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Look, you can go on Amazon, read all the five-star reviews, and pay $14.99, or you can go to hyperfastfreebook.com and get it for free. All you pay for is the shipping. Again, that's hyperfastfreebook.com. Get your copy today. Again, hyperfastfreebook.com. Top agents. So you can go in the MLS based on the criteria of exactly what your clients want. You can take all of their criteria and then search the listings that have sold in the last six months in the last year and then sort by the agents if you just for us if we just export the data and then sort by the agent we can call those agents and or text or email and say hey what do you have coming up in this neighborhood i see that you're very successful there we're really committed to finding our client an opportunity because a lot of those top agents they have sellers that are sitting on the sidelines right now okay so it's a, it's a really good time to reach out to them and be proactive about getting deals done. Don't let your people just sit on the sidelines right now. It does not make sense. When the market opens back up, they're going to be facing a ton more competition. So be proactive about finding them what it is that they're looking for and then make sure they understand the opportunity they have if they move, move forward now when there's a lot of other people sitting on the sidelines. When the race opens again, they're going to be just like everybody else, right? Okay, builders. So for many, many reasons, builders are a really, really good group to focus on, not just because of the new construction listing, but imagine that the builders who are really prominent in a community, they're meeting with all of these sellers and they're trying to figure out if the price will work for a teardown. And this is in my market because there's custom builds and I would assume in most of your markets, there's opportunities like this, even if it's a remodeler, right? that just flips the house. 
you want relationships with those people because there's some sellers where the math isn't going to work. So if you know that, you know the math isn't working and you're able to say, okay, Johnny, the builder, Johnny, when something doesn't work, can you let me know? Because I would really like to develop a relationship with the client and help them sell if it's not going to work out for you. And in exchange, I'm happy to refer you clients that are looking to build. So that's part of how we built our business. And those builders will give you plenty of opportunities if you build the relationship with them and refer them back. Remind. So I mentioned this earlier because it's such a great tool. There's so many different layers of how you can search and what Remind does. How many of you guys know about Remind? I hope our chat is working. How many of you guys have used Remind before? Just say I have in the chat so I get a gauge of this. There's quite a few of you on. So a lot of you are saying never. I have, I have, I have all the time. Amazing. Some of you are saying no. So for those of you that have never used it, what I want you to do is write down Remind. I want you to, after we're done, call your MLS and say, hey, do we have Remind? Because for most MLSs, it's free, okay? And it's a software. So it's, it's a free software, and then you're able to upgrade it if you want the cell phone numbers of the people. But here's why it's so key. It takes data. So this is creepy, big brothery. Some of you are like, I don't like it. Okay, well, you don't like it, but everybody else is using it. And so if you don't use it, you're going to be left behind. So imagine that, and this is a creepier story. It's a creepy story. But there was a guy who found out his teenage daughter was pregnant. Why? Because there was all these ads that started arriving for diapers and for uh, baby wipes and all this stuff. And he's like, what is going on? Well, the credit card data shows if someone buys a pregnancy test. And so then they start sneaking ads in based on that. So basically Remind buys all of this data and they layer it based on the habits that they've seen for consumer spending. And Evites is another area where Evites, that's data that's purchased from Evite. That's how they make their money, right? So if you're having a baby shower or a wedding shower or whatever the event that you're having, Sometimes that's an indicator that you might be more likely to sell. So in Remind, there's a sell score. So you can then search your client's criteria and sort by the sell score. And some of those people may be likely to sell in the next zero to three months. That's a way for you to also narrow your farm. So if you were spending a lot of money farming in a print capacity and sending mail, this is a way for you to say, oh, I, you know, I want to grow my market share. And I want to keep in front of my farm. But if I wanted to reduce my cost on 500 people that I'm farming to only the 20% that are most likely to sell first based on this data, you could save $300 a month and put that towards Facebook ad spend and test digital while you're still getting the benefit of traditional. Okay, I digress. Okay, so there's a lot of different strategies out there. There's the tugboat strategy where you're basically pulling people along and then you're pulling them into your influence. So all of this is giving you the power to not only influence those sellers to think about selling because you're getting in front of them first, it's also giving you the ability to influence your buyers as long as you communicate proactively what you're doing to solve their challenges and how you're looking for houses for them, you're gonna be so much more proactive than other people that they're gonna to wanna to keep referring you and keep referring you. Okay. So expireds and withdrawns, especially right now. There are a lot more people that are temp off, expired, withdrawn. 
you either checking in with the agent if it's temp off or checking in with the client directly if it's withdrawn to try and procure that opportunity for your client is a smart thing to do. I really recommend all of you, all of you doing that right now. Because again, it's a place that other real estate agents, you would think it's obvious. A lot of you are like, well, yeah, I'm doing that. Great. A lot of other people aren't. They're just waiting for it to be active on the market and they're not even making that phone call. So I highly recommend it. Probate. So there is a legal right for you to request information from the county. And right now with the county being, most of them being shut down and only virtual, it might even be an easier time to do it. For us, we developed a relationship with a person and we started sending someone to collect the data once a week. You can have access to divorce records, um, probate, uh, foreclosure notices, all of those things by going through your local jurisdiction and getting more information. Um, funeral homes, senior communities, estate sales, all of these places, they sometimes have advertising, but they sometimes are really relationship-based people. And if you develop a relationship with them and use them as a resource for your clients that are in need, there's going to be reciprocity there. When you're looking for off-markets, these are good people to contact to let them help you know what's coming up and you're also helping their clients who are facing times of uncertainty. Social media, I think this is a really obvious one, but there's tons of groups where you can go in and say, I have this buyer need. And with the coming soon policy changing, a lot of agents are reluctant to post about their listings, but if they, are, they feel more comfortable when it's a direct one-on-one -on -one conversation. So what I always recommend to my agents is go in there and post exactly what your buyer needs are and then ask for them to text or email you if they have something coming up so you can have a personal conversation. So really, really good way to leverage groups that are already built. Okay, again, this sounds ridiculous, but I did an analysis probably a year ago. I was competing with a close friend of mine on a listing appointment and we were we were in the position where we were doing a lot of our business off market. And so I started researching all of the brokerages around us and how much of their business they were doing off market. And what I found is they were not doing any deals in their office together. And I'm just blown away by this. They're not talking about what they have coming up and what they have in each other's pipeline to solve the needs of the buyers and the sellers. Because let's remember, all the buyer wants is a house. And all the seller wants is a buyer. And so if you're proactive, you're solving everybody's problem and elevating your value to everyone in the equation. Okay, I'm running out of time here. I have two minutes left. Um, so social media forums, we started to talk about that already with social media, just posting on social media also so that you are telling your SOI what it is that you're looking for. And if they know someone, then they'll be able to hear that as well. So some of, the, some of the local companies actually post their coming soons. Some of them do it without addresses now, and some of them don't. But in your local jurisdiction, I would do research about that to find out where you can access these opportunities. So for anyone who's watching right now, just because we're rushing to get to the end a little bit, how do you see these strategies? If tomorrow you said, okay, I'm going to listen to Carrie, and I'm going to execute on these 16 things, what do you think it will change about your business? What do you think it will change about your life? And the biggest thing I will tell you is you're going to get more transactions done right now because you have the house, you have the opportunity. But the long-term impact is people feel differently about you. They feel massively different about you because you're constantly telling them, hey, I want you to know 
I did this for you today. I worked on that for you today. And although we didn't get any results, there are 14 new families that we're in conversation with to see if any of them are considering selling. So it's all about your cadence of communication and having something valuable to share with them that you're doing on their behalf. That leads to an incredible amount of raving fans and repeat business. Okay, do you have a VA work on compiling a list from some of these sources? Great question. So we have started doing that um, and it has been working really well for us because sometimes it's a lot of research, right? And then my business will grow. Yay, Judith, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. I promise you, if you guys execute on these strategies, your business will grow. It will. And it'll grow in a, ma in a major way if you're consistent. So if you, for some reason, can't execute on this yourself, but you have enough clients that you're so busy that that's why you can't execute, hire a VA. Hire a personal assistant that can help you because I promise it will pay for itself. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.